This episode is brought to you by Bana. 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 Bana is spelled as B-A-N-A. It is a Cebuano word for husband. The Cebuano language is widely spoken in Central and Southern Philippines and one of the few languages in the country that has a specific word for husband. Unlike Tagalog, which uses a gender-neutral word, asawa, asawa, asawa. Asawa is spelled as A-S-A-W-A. You might be wondering, is it okay to use bana in a Tagalog sentence? Absolutely. Again, that's bana. Recording live from my apartment along a really busy road in Quezon City, Philippines, this is Go Filipino. Kumusta? Welcome to Go Filipino. Let's learn Tagalog with me, Chris Andres. First of all, I apologize for not uploading this episode sooner. I was going through a huge transition in my personal life. For one, I quit my job as a copywriter to pursue the things that I am passionate about, including podcasting, making and selling perfumes, writing a screenplay, and Netflix in between. Anyway, we're at the tail end of National Language Month or Buwan ng Wikang Pambansa, which is why this episode would still talk about the regional languages around the Philippines, all while discussing the topic at hand, which is measurements in the Tagalog language. We're gonna talk about the pre-colonial units of measurements first, and then we will deep dive into the colonial and modern-day units on the next lesson. Keep on listening, subscribing, and leaving 5-star reviews wherever you listen to this podcast. I get so inspired reading your positive words, like this email from Kayla of Chicago. I recently discovered your Go Filipino podcast on Spotify. Thank you so much for creating this very valuable piece of content. I've just finished the first episode, but I have enjoyed it so far. It's been a great resource for me to formally brush up on my speaking abilities. Since I was never taught or enforced to speak Tagalog, I grew up as a passive bilingual, learning to understand it only after hearing my parents speak with each other, but less often to me. So I was very limited in my speaking abilities, up until three years ago when my daughter was born and I wanted to pass on the language to her. After ordering a Tagalog dictionary, a Tagalog workbook, a book on verb conjugations, subscribing to the Filipino channel, and listening to music in Tagalog, I found that those methods were not sufficient for me to learn how to speak it since I could not continue putting in the same time and energy into them after starting a family. Your podcast, however, has been helpful in hearing the pronunciations and learning the most conversational phrases, since I lack daily interactions with a native speaker. Thanks again for being part of my Tagalog language journey. All the best, Kayla. Thank you so much, Kayla, and to all the listeners as well. Don't forget to follow Go Filipino on social media. That's Go Filipino Pod, G-O-F-I-L-I-P-I-N-O. POD on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you want to help me keep this podcast running, you can help support Go Filipino for as little as $1 a month on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Go Filipino Pod.
or you can listen to this podcast using the free Radio Public app, wherein the more lessons you listen, the more I get paid. Or check out my merchandise on TeePublic, that's T-E-E-Public.com, slash user, slash GoFilipinoPod. Alright, it's time to grab your pen and paper. We'll learn about measurements in the Tagalog language after this break. Welcome to Go Filipino Recommends, where we put the spotlight on what would complement your Filipino experience. This week, it's Patron Saints of Nothing, a novel by Randy Rebuy. A powerful coming-of-age story about grief, guilt, and the risks a Filipino-American teenager takes to uncover the truth about his cousin's murder. Jay Reguero plans to spend the last semester of his senior year playing video games before heading to the University of Michigan in the fall. But when he discovers that his Filipino cousin, June, was murdered as part of President Duterte's war on drugs, and no one in the family wants to talk about what happened, Jay travels to the Philippines to find out the real story. Hoping to uncover more about June and the events that led to his death, Jay is forced to reckon with the many sides of his cousin before he can face the whole horrible truth and the part he played in it. As gripping as it is lyrical, Patron Saints of Nothing is a page-turning portrayal of the struggle to reconcile faith, family, and immigrant identity. Patron Saints of Nothing by Randy Rebuy is now available on Apple iBooks and Amazon. Simply click the link on the episode notes or check it out at GoFilipinoPod on Twitter and Facebook. And that's what GoFilipino recommends. Welcome back to Go Filipino. Before we talk about measurements in Tagalog, let's talk about the words associated with it. First, the Tagalog word for measurement is sukat. 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 Sukat is spelled as S-U-K-A-T. It is the length, width, or size of anything. Sukat is also the Tagalog word for volume or the amount of anything in a container. Again, that's sukat. For height, its Tagalog translation is taas. 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 Taas is spelled as T-A-A-S. When used as an adjective, it becomes mataas. 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 Mataas is spelled as M-A-T-A-A-S. It means high or tall. Remember that adding the M-A prefix to a root word turns it into an adjective. Mataas is used to describe tall or high objects. For instance, mataas na gusali. Mataas na gusali. Mataas na gusali. Mataas na gusali is spelled as M-A-T-A-A-S space N-A space G-U-S-A-L-I It means tall building. Gusali, the Tagalog word for building, is spelled as G-U-S-A-L-I Take note that mataas is not used in reference to tall people. We use a different word for that, which we will discuss later. Again, 
that's taas and mataas. If an object isn't tall enough, we say mababa. 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 Mababa is spelled as M-A-B-A-B-A. As you may have noticed, it begins with a ma adjective prefix followed by baba. 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 Which means lack of height. As a phrase, we can use it like mababang kisame. Mababang kisame. Mababang kisame. Mababang kisame is spelled as M A B A B A N G space K I S A M E. It means low ceiling. Kisame, the Tagalog word for ceiling, is spelled as K I S A M E. Again, that's baba and mababa. For human height, we use tangkad. 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 Tangkad is spelled as T-A-N-G-K-A-D. It means to have a slim and tall body. As an adjective, we say matangkad. 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 Matangkad is spelled as M A T A N G K A D. Again, note the ma syllable at the beginning. For instance, matangkad si Chris. Matangkad si Chris. Matangkad si Chris. Matangkad si Chris is spelled as M A T A N G K A D space S I space capital K R I S. It means Chris is tall. I'm only five foot four, but I'm just using my name as a reference. If you capitalize the M in matangkad and then add a period at the end of our example, it becomes a full sentence, even without a verb. Again, that's tangkad and matangkad. The opposite of tangkad is pandak. 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 Pandak is spelled as P-A-N-D-A-K. It means lack of height, similar to baba. Unlike baba, pandak is an adjective on its own, so no need to add the ma prefix at the beginning. For example, pandak ako. Pandak ako. Pandak ako. Pandak ako is spelled as P-A-N-D-A-K space A-K-O. It means I am short. This can also become a full sentence if you capitalize the P in pandak and add a period at the end. Again, that's pandak. Meanwhile, the Tagalog word for weight is bigat. 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 Bigat is spelled as B-I-G-A-T. When used as an adjective, bigat becomes mabigat. Mabigat. 
Mabigat. Mabigat is spelled as M-A-D-I-G-A-T. It means heavy. For example, mabigat na kama. Mabigat na kama. Mabigat na kama. Mabigat na kama is spelled as M-A-B-I-G-A-T. Space. N-A space. K-A-M-A. It means heavy bed. Kama, the Tagalog word for bed, is spelled as K-A-M-A. Again, that's bigat and mabigat. For lightweight objects, we use the root word gaan. 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 Gaan is spelled as G-A-A-N. It means lack of weight. To make it an adjective, we add the ma prefix at the beginning and it becomes magaan. 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 Magaan is spelled as M-A-G-A-A-N. It means lightweight. For example, magaang unan. Magaang unan. Magaang unan. Magaang unan is spelled as M-A-G-A-A-N-G space U-N-A-N. It means light pillow. Since magaan ends with an N, we replace it with NG when linked to a noun. Unan, the Tagalog word for pillow, is spelled as U-N-A-N. Again, that's gaan and magaan. When it comes to length, the root word for it is haba. 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 Haba is spelled as H-A-B-A. It is defined as the measurement between two points. As an adjective, haba becomes mahaba. 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 Mahaba is spelled as M-A-H-A-B-A. It means long. For example, mahabang mesa. Mahabang mesa. Mahabang mesa. Mahabang mesa is spelled as M-A-H-A-B-A-N-G space M-E-S-A. It means long table. Mesa, the Tagalog word for table, is spelled as M-E-S-A. Again, that's haba and mahaba. The opposite of haba is ikli. 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 Ikli is spelled as I-K-L-I. Note the glottal stop at the end. Ikli, not ikli. It means lack of length. In adjective form, it becomes maikli. 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 Maikli is spelled as M-A-I-K-L-I. It means short. For example, maikling bangko. 
maikling bangko. Maikling bangko. Maikling bangko is spelled as M-A-I-K-L-I-N-G space B-A-N-G-K-O. It means short bench. Bangko, the Tagalog word for bench is spelled as B-A-N-G-K-O. Ikli has two other variations, namely Igsi. Igsi. Igsi, which is spelled as I-G-S-I. And Igsi. Igsi. Igsi, which is spelled as I. K S I. Again, that's ikli, or you can use ikse and ikse. We'll continue the lesson after this break. Welcome back to Go Filipino. It's time to talk about measurements in the Tagalog language. Before the Spaniards arrived in the islands that eventually became the Philippines, the Tagalog people had its own system of measurements. Although these units have become archaic and are used informally nowadays, I want to show how our ancestors lived in an advanced society even before they were colonized. The smallest unit of length in native Tagalog is Dali. 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 Dali is spelled as D-A-L-I. It is the length from the tip of your thumb to its first joint, so it's half of a thumb. Dali is our version of an inch, measuring at around 3 centimeters or 1.2 inches. This is in contrast to the English system, which uses the width of the thumb to measure an inch. Again, that's Dali. The next unit of native measurement is Dangkal. 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 Dangkal is spelled as D-A-N-G-K-A-L. It is the length between the tip of the pinky and the tip of the thumb when these two fingers are stretched outward. Imagine you're doing the shaka sign or the surfer hand gesture, but stretch your pinky and thumb farther away from each other. Dangkal is our version of a foot, measuring at around 20 centimeters or 8 inches. Some Filipinos would argue that dangkal is actually the length between the tip of the thumb and the tip of the middle finger. I tried using both methods and the thumb to middle finger dangkal is longer by 1 centimeter. So, use what you like wisely. Again, that's dangkal. The next ancient unit of length is dipa. 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 Dipa is spelled as D-I-P-A. It is the length between the tips of both arms when stretched out to the sides, as if on a cross. Dipa is our version of a yard, measuring at around 140 centimeters or 55 inches. Again, that's Dipa. When measuring an area like a piece of farmland, our ancestors used luwang. 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 Luwang is spelled as L-U-W-A-N-G. One luwang measures ten dipa, 
in length and 10 dipa in width. Technically, that's 100 square dipa, which is roughly 196 square meters or six and a half boxing rings. Again, that's luang. For larger tracts of land, they used balitang. 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 Balitang is spelled as B-A-L-I-T-A-N-G. One balitang measures 100 dipa in length and 10 dipa in width. That means it is 1,000 square dipa, which is roughly 2,795 square meters or a little over six and a half basketball courts. Again, that's balitang. What's bigger than balitang? That would be kinyong. 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 Kinyong is spelled as K-I-N-Y-O-N-G. One kinyong is equal to 10 balitang or 10,000 square dipa, which is roughly 27,950 square meters or close to four soccer fields. Again, that's kinyong. We will continue with the ancient units of measurements after this break. Welcome back to Go Filipino. Let's learn more about the ancient Tagalog units of measurement. When measuring the weight of objects, the basic unit of native measurement is banal. 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 Banal is spelled as B-A-N-A-L. One banal approximately weighs 5.5 ounces or about 156 grams. Again, that's banal. The next unit of weight is kati. 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 Kati is spelled as K-A-T-I. One kati is equal to four banal, which is approximately 22 ounces or 624 grams. Again, that's kati. After kati, we have sinantan. 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 Sinantan is spelled as S-I-N-A-N-T-A-N. One sinantan is equal to 10 kati, which is estimated at 13.75 pounds or 6.24 kilograms. Again, that's sinantan. And the heaviest unit among native Tagalog measurements is pikul. 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 Pikul is spelled as P-I-K-U-L. One pikul is equal to 100 kati, which is around 137.5 pounds or 62.4 kilos. Again, that's pikul. Our ancestors used volume to measure grains, especially rice. The most basic native instrument to measure volume is gatang. 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 Gatang is spelled as G-A-T-A-N-G. A gatang is usually a cup made out of a segment of bamboo, but nowadays a regular sized can will do. When filled to the brim, 
one gatang is approximately 375 milliliters. Again, that's gatang. A much larger unit for volume is salop. 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 Salop is spelled as S-A-L-O-P. One salop is equal to eight scoops of gatang, which is approximately three liters. Again, that's salop. We'll be back after this break. Welcome back to Go Filipino. Let's recap what we have learned. Even before the arrival of the Spaniards, the people who lived in what became the Philippines had its own system of measurement, which they used to determine the distance, mass, and capacity of objects. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend or family member who might want to learn more about Tagalog, one of the most beautiful languages in Asia. I leave you now with a proverb from the Iloko language, which is mainly spoken in northern Philippines. Iloko is the third most spoken language in the country after Tagalog and Cebuano, and the most widely spoken non-English language in the state of Hawaii. The saying goes, again, excuse the bad accent, Ti agkotak isut nagitlog. Ti agkotak isut nagitlog. Ti agkotak isut nagitlog. It means he who cackles laid the egg. A funny way of saying that the person who talks first is the guilty one. Word for word, that's ti agkotak isut nagitlog. Ti agkotak isut nagitlog. Ti agkotak isut nagitlog. Again, ti agkotak isut nagitlog. Until next time, paalam! Bye-bye! This has been Go Filipino. Let's learn Tagalog with me, Chris Andres. For inquiries, email me at gofilipinopod at gmail.com. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for the theme song, Rainbows.